Hello everyone, welcome back to the Don Pod. I'm Sam. I'm Nathan. Yes, we rehearsed that. We're here with another match review from yesterday. Uh, the Dogs and the Bombers in a unofficial pre-season match uh, where we actually won. 12-9-81 to 11-9-75. Um, Win's a win, four points, Sam. Uh, not quite. Um, <laughs> the Don's pretty strong lineup. Only really Stringer and Walla not in the side from probably what you Hurley might too. Consider yeah. well, yeah, we used to that. Her obviously, yeah, yeah. Uh, interestingly, though, both Stringer and Walla trained yesterday morning as well, uh, and the dogs were quite strong too. So we actually did, did a bit of research, unheard of. <laughs> from from their grand final side, only three players out: Wood, Keith, and Bailey Smith, who um, mm. I mean, quite good players. Let's take nothing yeah. away, but. Only three changes leads you to think quite a good side. Yep. Uh, just on that, of course, we have had a longer preseason than them. Um, being grand finalists, they would have started their preseason a bit later. So, still a grain of salt required, but a bloody good test to to have as our first competitive sort of hit out for the season. So. Uh, well, it's good. It is good, as you said, playing a good quality team. I mean, you can take it as you want, but it is better probably playing a team like the Dogs, you know, who are going to really test you. Yeah, I'd be much rather to play them right now than North Melbourne. No disrespect to North, but they are expected to be bottom four. Yep. Uh, so we'll go over a couple of things. We've got a few positives, a few negatives. Um, not negatives as such, just, just things yeah. we noticed that mm. we think could improve. Uh, we'll start with the positives, and this is one you were quite big on. No injuries. Well, I was a bit worried when uh, the Franger went down in the first, like his first, I think it was his first contest down on the wing. Just about. He's cl- he clutched the knee, and I thought, oh, God, no, not the Frang. But got up, came back on, and, and played out the rest of the game, and, you know, ran and jumped, and, and so looked I fine. He's right. yeah. yeah, looked fine. Um, so I, I think that's, you know, what you don't want in preseason is major injuries. So I'm taking yeah, that as the biggest uh, we, positive. We could have lost by 10 goals. No injuries would have been a massive, massive win. Yep. Or even to win and have two guys do knees. Like, I, would like, I don't awful. care. Yeah, it would have been, been horrible. Been awful. Yeah. Um, so, yes, that's great. Got through unscathed. And as I mentioned earlier, Stringer and Tipper, who are both the ones out, did train yesterday as well. So pretty clean bill of health. Mm. Yeah, no, we are. Still the big one, yeah. uh, Reed still carrying. And Reed's injuries. running. I know he's like he's building up his load, so I know he's you know, he's coming along well. And Hurley's, you know, he's he's been doing a bit more running too. So we're a pretty clean bill of health at the moment, really. Like, Which isn't all that common for us, I feel. No, no, I wouldn't say time. it's I wouldn't say it's common for many clubs to be honest, but Fair. that's a good good way to get into the season anyway. So if we now lose, we know we're just crap. <laughs> no excuses. No excuses. <laughs> um, so yeah, big, 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 big tick there. No injuries. Uh, I, I'd like to talk about McGrath. I think we mm. need to talk about McGrath. Yeah. I believe in our best 22 pod, we mm. talked about him just absolutely not being a halfback. We poo-pooed it, Sam. And we unfortunately for us, he spent the vast majority yesterday uh, on halfback. But one of the knocks around the traps, just from supporters generally, is his composure. He just chucks the ball in the boot, you know, kicks it to the opposition, whatever. Mm-hmm. He was pretty bloody good yesterday. A couple of times, especially early on, first half in particular, he got the ball, 
went to throw it on the boot, didn't, took the sidestep, brushed the tackle, whatever it might have been, and then actually hit a target. Yeah, I thought he was so, quite very good. Yeah. While... He's very good at that one-on-one because he's got pace and he's got strength, so he can get to the contest, you know, if he's on a reasonably quick player. And then he, he holds his feet. He doesn't go to ground, which a couple of players, Langford went to ground a couple of times, do, it frustrated yeah. me. Um, and I, just to back up that sort of not playing as much midfield, he only attended one centre bounce. Um, so he might have been maybe turned up on the wing, but he wasn't in that, that middle sort of middle. three, yeah. It, it's an interesting one. You mentioned yesterday, I think, maybe just trying to get some confidence back in him, you know, a bit of ball in hand, mm. maybe before he goes to the midfield. I'm sure during the season we'll see him oh, rotate through. He's too good a player to be playing off the halfback I, flank. I would be, yeah, I'd be disappointed if he was there the whole season. But mm. to his credit, he did play there yesterday and looked really nice. Um, yep. Like I said, did actually hit the targets after mm. initially looking like he was going to just panic a little bit which and might be thing, why he's there he yeah. might be there to work on that specifically yeah and then, well, the other thing the ball, too is that so. out of the because now we've bolstered our, our midfield with these players that we've either got better or whatnot he's the one that can play that role that halfback flank out of them all so if he can if he can still remain on field and go stand on a halfback flank for half a quarter you know then that could be his kind of rest you yep. know to some degree uh, so yeah, that was that was good to see, albeit mm. not what we talked about. But we're happy to be wrong. Sometimes. Well, we're not. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll, we'll admit it. We're not happy about it. But yeah, we'll... we're not happy about it. We'll we'll swallow our pride. pride and... We'll admit it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, speaking of swallowing pride, although not quite as much, Shield looked okay. Um, you again commented during the game that it's a massive issue that he doesn't have a right foot. Well, there was one time when he got the clearance out and he was running along and he had to do a big U-turn to come back around because he was running on his right side. And I was like, just just put it on the boot, man. Because we saw Trelaw, who's, I think he's a right footer, kicking on his left a few times. And he butchered it, but he was just he doing it. Like, he's, yeah, he's like, I don't care. Like, you know, it's, well, I'm uh, putting it down there. Again, again quoting you, um, you, 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 if you're it. getting paid 800, bucks, 800 grand sorry, a year, you've really got to be able to kick on both feet. But I, I don't want to... Um, um, this no, is a positive here. Not, when he, when he got had the ball and he was on his left foot, he hit targets. Mm. Um, there was one moment late on when he had about 14 options and I think just totally broke down because he couldn't pick which one he wanted <laughs> and then <laughs> got enough. tackled. But other than that, he, he looked okay, which he... No, he looked good. Great. Um, and, and it's really important that he does look good and plays well for our club because if he becomes yes. the guy we got that first year back, or even the you know year before at GWS, he becomes a massive asset to our midfield. He was a very good player at GWS, yep. and I even I forget that sometimes. Mm. Um, Probably one of the best five. Oh, they've had some bloody good players. But I remember the pre- prelim they played against Richmond, twenty seventeen. It must have been he was unreal, mm-hmm. tough, hard at the ball. And would you put him in a top five for GWS? No, I wouldn't have him in the top five, but that's only because they've churned out some bloody good footballers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, she looked okay. Parrish looked okay. I Parrish looked unreal. I have a lot to say about Parrish. I'd just like to give people a heads up on that if they're in fantasy. You know, Parrish, great pick. Parrish, yes, Nathan's quite heavy on the fantasy, so yep. uh, take his word if you dare. 
Mm. Uh, I, I wanted to mention James Stewart because mm-hmm. I, I was negative about him. Last week, he actually looked really good. Wasn't, it doesn't, I don't know, it wasn't an overly tall or strong dogs forward line. But oh, well, no, that's not was. true. They, they, yeah, they had their, they had, um, it? yeah, they got Norton and they had English down there and Martin was down there rotating with English. So they were sort of swapping okay, between so those quite two. Tall. Not, not, yeah, not so... overly strong, I think maybe is what I'm. Oh, well, it depends on Ruckman. Norton is, but yeah. English in, you could in, blow Martin. over. Martin's Martin. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, yeah. Stuart <laughs> took some good marks. Um, butchered one kick, I seem to recall. But other than that, used no, the ball pretty well. Um, but looked much more an AFL footballer and an, an AFL fullback, which is encouraging because that's one area we really need to improve. And to flow on for that, can I mention Kelly in his first game for us? I thought was excellent. I can see why we brought him in. Yep. His one-on-one is phenomenal. There was a couple of times where we were a bit happy when he stopped Waitman. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> Waitman, I think, went to handball between his legs and um, Kelly was aware to it. And went, no, no, there's, you're there's, not going to make me look silly. There's a few times I, I wanted one of our guys just to run through uh, Waitman. But <laughs> yep, that's right. beside the point. Um, it was interesting at different times. Uh, Kelly played on Ugal Hagen, who's quite tall. Norton, who's quite tall obviously yep. i'm not sure if the norton one was actually by design or if that's just how it ended up but mm. playing on tools um which is interesting given why why we were kind of leaning towards him but that's what he does like he can play on taller and smaller players like that's his strength like he, yep. he's a really good lockdown defender uh, and well let's can i just throw in ridley there as well and you how great he ridley. was probably he started he looked really scratchy yes, he got very critical yeah, but he's probably from halfway through that second quarter on. He dominated like a lot of um, took a lovely marks. little hanger on half yeah. back. Oh. Took a lot oh. of marks. Um, did a bit a little bit of the kicking out. So no, he I, I I can see like his role. If you think of someone like Stewart at Car- at uh, Geelong, you know, to be that guy that the tall defender that gets across and takes the marks and you know disperses the ball. I can see what they want to get from him because he's a good decision maker. Doesn't look flustered, you know. Uh, yeah, and uh, I've mentioned it a lot in the last week even, composure. Mm. We don't seem to have a lot of guys who are overly composed. Ridley's one of them. Kelly yeah. was another one yesterday as well who looked really nice. So great pickup, and I think we're probably justified a little bit there in having him in our best 22 a couple of weeks ago. Yep. You think he'd start? Um, uh, lastly, on the individual kind of things, uh, Martin and Wanganeen are on the oh. list. Official. Not sure if that's coming across overly well on the recording there, Nathan. Sorry, just but typing. that's just exciting. So I was typing. <laughs> I don't know how to. It came across a bit weird, but anyway, that's fine. Sorry. Um. I I actually watched the last quarter this morning, so it's a bit fresher in my mind, which is convenient because that was about the only quarter Martin and Wanganeen played. <laughs> Martin looked every bit an AFL footballer. Composed, used the ball well, was able to move in traffic reasonably well and hit the target. <clears throat> every time he had that kick, he was under <clears throat> the pump, he hit the bloody target, which is... There's a lot, a lot to like about him. That's He's a, a good... Good size, good speed, good, you know, like he look, as you're saying, he's calm, he's relaxed. Yeah, there's he's, a lot of things you can teach yeah. in footy, but having uh, yep. some awareness in traffic isn't probably something you can really teach. Yep. 
And he reminds me a bit of, of like a Blake Carousella that just looked like he had space and, you know, looked like he just sort of just drifted along and went, oh, look, I'll kick the ball perfectly now to this guy. Yeah. You know, like just made it look a bit easy. Um, so, yeah, um, great. For him, after coming off four goals in the intra-club, um, he, he was able to play yeah. sort of wing half forward this time and not mm. impact the scoreboard, but still looked really good. And the other one there as well, Wanganine, who kicked two lovely goals. Yep. The first one just rove the pack and brushed a tackle and kicked it from about 45. No mm-hmm. dramas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, probably the sealer, really. Um, again, rove the pack, ran in, good acceleration, good pace, and crucially, kicked the bloody goal. Well, there was great to see some a crumbing forward. Like, um, I think we saw Snelling do one that was a really nice bit of crumbing forward work. Um, but it was great to see Wangany, you know, at the base of a pack, come in and pick up a ball and you know there was one where he scooped up the ball right in the goal square but he handballed it off to um this wanganine yeah yeah scooped it up on the boundary clean as a whistle yeah. handballed it to baldwin who had the baldwin, shot baldwin that's right yeah yep. but that was a just the quality yeah. of the pickup i was just oh nice to watch and obviously with wanganine it's filling a much much more desperate need um and and he can play a role where he, I mean, there is pressure on a small forward to kick goals, obviously. But if he's hmm. just doing the right things, if he's clean, if he's tackling, if he's harassing and being a pest, really, hmm. um, that's a win for us. And, you know, not only that, we get a Wanganine back in the club, which is... <laughs> which is great. Well, we know with if Tip and Woody doesn't play... We don't, we don't know where Tip and Woody's at. And we don't know that he kicked 30-odd goals last year. I'm so we, them in the first half of the season. Yeah, that's right. So we need to find someone who's going to pop up and try and replace that, you know, one, one and a half, sort of two goals a game, sort of, that he would have kicked. Yeah. So, yeah. So we'll see, um, of course, unknown whether or not any of them, either of them will take part in the actual AFL season. I would suggest yeah. Wanganine's more likely. I think that. Martin could, I reckon Martin could get well, I think they can both play. Yeah. It's just yeah. how they slot in and how they fit. Yep. But Wanganine, because he fills that need so so desperately, we need. Yeah, because there was 26 listed in that team yesterday, yeah. wasn't there? So four have to go, well, three, I guess, depending on the, with the sub, the, um, um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So three have to come out of that team. And we know if Stringer's did, he goes in. So that's four that sort of have to come out of the team. Not to a cliche, but it is a good problem to yeah, have. Well, and you would, I get, I would think you'd hope that they, those two are out because that means our good players are performing. But yep. can't go past the need for a small forward still. Well, that's right. It's, I think it'll come down more to that that needs of that role that we we struggle a little bit because if you look at our forwards, I thought that was probably one of our our tall forwards were a concern. Well, yeah, and I wanted to talk about one more thing yeah, before okay, we go, go sorry, into yep. the. I don't want to say negatives, but the things... No, they're not negative. The issues that we see. Flags. Um, More of a general comment around our stoppages and Mm. and the dead ball scenarios. That's not really a football term, but you get what I mean. Um, Playing against the Bulldogs, who, again, for all those things I said earlier, they're behind in their preseason because they played in the grand final. But, excuse me, sorry. uh, Between them and Melbourne... You've got the two best midfields in the comp. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone could argue. argue no, 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 no. They could, but that'd be wrong. Um, so it was really good 
a good matchup for our mids, who we, me and you at least, believe are probably in the next tier mm. of midfields, to come up against that. And first half, they probably had a little bit too much room and a little bit too much freedom to use the ball and use it well, which they are unreal by hand and foot. Yep. So if you're not well, putting they, pressure they, on, you'll the, get found out. There was a couple of times, in the, especially in the centre bounces, where they... All our mids just went to like the, the offensive side of the tap and they didn't get it because the doggies players are so used to probably sharking the, the ruck taps because they've had English for so long that he doesn't really tap it to them. So the doggies got it and then they came through and all the Essendon players were not there. And there's this big gap between the center circle and the, you know, the goal square yeah, and their forward line where and they can just run in and pick when off they've a player. got time to kick mm. the ball, it, their th- foot skills hit the target are... and their forwards are smart. Like, yep. They made a grand final, and mm. barring three losses at the end of the year, they were top of the ladder yep. last year. So, um, But to our credit, and there's a few things around it in that I think Bont either went off second half or played forward. He didn't actually feature in any centre bounce attendances in the second half. Yep. Trelaw had most of his centre bounce attendances in the first half. I think might have had a couple in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, though, Libba, McRae and Dunkley featured quite heavily. We evened it up quite a bit. And I thought we were okay first half. There were just a couple of lapses where we let them have easy ball use. Yep. But second half, we really probably got on top. Well, I don't mean to jump onto the things that aren't a positive, but one of the big concerns with all that was how they moved the ball from from a kick-in and how they... Yeah, yeah. Well, how they split us apart, and part of that was their midfield were outrunning our midfield. I think in that first half, like there were a lot of times when our looked like a few of our players, I won't name them, just seemed to be putting along in a jogging motion, and their midfielders were getting space and getting those kicks, and they they moved it from a point from a kick in to their to a set shot without even us looking like touching a ball. Yeah, probably did that five times, I reckon. Uh, yeah, I've got marked down five times at least, and I stopped counting. Yeah. And I reckon um, that was just because their midfielders worked harder than ours for a period. And I, and that, that probably says a little bit about the structure and maybe something that we're still trying to grasp, yep. um, combined with the fact that, again, you're playing a good team that used the ball mm. really, really, really well. Yeah. Um, but like I said, to our credit, um, you know, they had Bont not play the second half or played forward, whatever it was. We had, didn't have Parrish for the last quarter. Hobbs went into the middle and went to seven centre bounces just in the last quarter alone. Perkins did a few. Um, but really, the heavy ones for us were Draper, obviously, Merritt, Shield. And then mm. similarly for the Dogs, Libba, McRae and Dunkley. So it wasn't exactly a weak midfield for them. No. By any stretch. Um, but... Definitely second half, we locked down a lot more on that transition from them, a lot more pressure on. And when we had the ball, we used it a lot better as well. Yep. Yeah. In the second half. In the second half, yeah. So that's promising. Again, you're playing the best midfield who may have been a bit scrappy, but you're still playing the best midfield going around just about. So good for us. Good to see. Um Going on to the other stuff, the, the not negatives, but 
the not positives. <laughs> the not positives. Uh, I did have well, I did have that coast to coast movement. So yeah. I actually written that down, and I put the Lexes next to it every time it happened, and it happened at least five times where they yep. went from kick in to score goal or behind without us touching the ball, and there was one extra occasion where we did touch the ball, wasted it, and then they still got the set shot. Yeah, and I like think, one possession. Yeah, and I think that this, the the concerning thing about that was that I mean, for the, some reason they didn't do it as much in the second half, and I don't know if that was because we became better defensively in that half. But uh, uh, from my understanding, that we've been working on our defensive structures, you know, of, of trying to defend the ground better. And for that first half, it looked like we had no idea. We were guarding a lot of grass, mm-hmm. and that was pointless. Whatever our you know, whatever we we're trying to do just didn't look to be working. So that, that was a concern because, you know, good teams are going to really um, destroy us there. Yeah, and, and that's, again, a good time to play the Bulldogs. Yep. Because I'm sure Truck was sitting there going, oh, Jesus, we've got to fix some of this. Stru- I mean, I'm sure it's structural. Yep. Uh, Goddard commentating did actually say at one point that we looked lazy because guarding grass. Mm. There's maybe a little bit of a preseason element to it as well, but... Yeah, this is we'll the time see. to be testing out all these structures. So. It was just concerning. That's all. It's just a flag. Yeah, yeah. it's it's nothing positive. It's just a flag and that I thought you don't want to see from last yeah. year too. Yep, exactly. We saw a lot of it last year where teams would just waltz down the other end and score on us, and we're like, "Well, Jesus Christ, we have got to get better at that." Yeah, and I hope we're not watching a lot of it again this year. Well, yeah, you'd hope that we play St Kilda next week, or yeah, St Kilda next week yeah, in an actual. Um, an actual legitimate preseason, so you where they might have a bit... where they might have Foxtel at the um, yeah. The camera oh work. my god, the KO! <laughs> um, it's the position of the cameras at, at our That's training stadium. Thought about KO. The position he of the cameras aren't ideal. That day too, and he wasn't happy with what he paid for. And the amount of times the replay screen covered the actual play and drove me insane. <laughs> we got a free kick at one point. I got no idea what it was for because the replay screen was covering it. And then the freaking cameras didn't. Oh, why? Why did you the, get me started? The broadcast was like it was coming in through kilobyte, like eight kilobytes a second, not it. Yeah, it was pretty uh, awful. But yeah. um, we got enough out of it. Like, yeah. We we could see enough to do a podcast on it. That's all that really matters. Um, uh, another cursive issue. I don't know what to call it. Let's just call it negatives. Another flag. Flags. We're just we're raising well, flags. Oh, we're winning the flag, aren't we? Cool. No, no, we're raising flags. So oh. I'm just noticing something. Damn. Uh, Peter Wright, again? Well, no, was... I don't want to single out Peter Wright. I want to talk about the forwards. Okay, tall well, forwards. you talk about the forwards and I'll talk about Peter Wright. Go. Okay. Well, tall forwards, I thought, were pretty ordinary. We A, a, a lot of the times we saw our players, you know, we in the practice game the week before, we saw those two squares in the forward 50. And... The assumption was that obviously that's the target where we want to be kicking it to. So just if you didn't see it, there was two, effectively two goal squares just a little bit further out than the actual goal square. Yeah, in the pockets. In the of. pockets, yeah. And the, the, you think that that's where they're obviously wanting, you know, that's the point to kick it to when you're about 60 outs and you come out, put it there. And the number of times we looked to be trying, we put it there, but every time there were doggy players there and there were no tolls contesting the mark. Like, at one like, point, Peter Wright wasn't even there. Some of those, the times, those squares were proper painted last week for the mm. intra club. They were washed off for this, yeah. but they were still visible. So at one point, we kicked it to there, and Tim English took an uncontested mark. Yeah, and you're there's like, no well, one there. A, Hang on, what are we? What are we trying to trying to actually do here? And you're right, the tolls collectively 
Jones didn't take many of those. Like he was, he, he played. Was I, okay I would assume. A, yeah, he was. He took a few um, like at the ground marks, but nothing in that. He wasn't in those contests. May have actually not played second half. I don't remember. Seeing no, him I don't. At all. I would say he didn't. I didn't see him at all. So hard to know. But you know, Peter Wright wasn't there, or um, you know, I guess the other one, Baldwin came on. Looked like he sort of played more second half. Franger wasn't around those contests. Francis but was a lot higher up the ground, I think. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not expecting France that, that to be his job. You know, yeah. Anyway, it was just... I actually really that liked was your my issue. comment on Baldwin earlier that he yep. just looks like a guy that hasn't played a lot of football. Mm. He was sort of in the right positions, but then would find himself running under the ball, dropping marks or fumbling mm. a bit. And you cop that. You cop that with a guy yeah. you know has talent mm. but just needs to get some footy. I like his size. He's a good size. He's he good seems choice. to be very athletic. He, yeah, he ran looks like he's straight out of the 90s. I don't know but what he, it is. Yeah, true. But he looked like he moved well, like he got around the ground. He found space a lot of times. But yeah, he just looked a bit rusty. And I'm okay with that. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to wear it and see where he goes. I think, well, my issue here, which is what I said earlier, is Peter Wright. He, mm. He has the capability to be so clean with his hands, to ruck, to kick goals, which every team obviously needs that kind of player. But he's just sloppy. Mm. He gets his hands to the ball clean, but mm. then can't take the mark. And that's well, something been, that kills you. He's been ineffective in the last two, now just practice games, obviously. But I would like to see an improvement in the St Kilda game. I, you know, just I don't think he's kicked a goal in either of them. Is what I mean. Don't remember last week. I don't think yeah. he did yesterday. Um, so I'd like to see two goals against St Kilda. Or you know, I'd like to see some you know improvement coming into the season because he's going to come up against Geelong in the first week, and then a noted good defensive side. So he's going to want to pull the finger just out, come out and kick seven. Um, we want him playing well because he does so much for us in terms he's of being the forward, being the ruckman. He's not really someone we've got someone sitting there waiting to come in and fill his spot. No, it's very important structurally for him to play well because we yeah. need a backup ruckman and that's his job to be the backup ruckman and unless, 35 goals a year. Unless we can get your boy, My boy um, whose Brian. name eludes me, Brian, thank you, into the side as well. That's the only real option there to have right. But I don't think Brian's quite unquote yeah, on form. I don't, from what I've seen, I don't know if Brian's the, can play that. Well, the fact Brian or, didn't play yesterday shows it's probably it's, not it's on not, our radar. That's not what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's um it's Orville or no one. Orville, Orville being right because he was one of the Wright brothers. Mm. Um, that had to be explained. I don't like that. They had to come up with a new nickname. Apparently, I don't like two meter. That's why yeah. he's like seven liter or seven no, seven seater. He's a bus. Seven. Okay, whatever. Hey, well, there you go. Comment in the comment in the comments. Chuck it in the comments. New nickname for Pete that he's nothing to do with his height. I'm going with Orville. I'll go Wilbur. Oh yeah, Wilbur's yeah, the true. What about Wilbur? That's actually I like Wilbur better. I know. Never mind. Don't comment. We got it. Sorry. Yep. Um. Uh, one last little thing I want to mention just where we're we're closing in on time here. Mm. JJ, Jason Johannesson kicked three, I think, which is a yep. little bit alarming about that whole small forward thing. Um, again, we Yeah, back but Wakeman that... didn't kick any. Actually, yeah, no, forget it. That's massive dub. <laughs> oh, I don't know how. He looks like more of a flog now than what he did last year. 
Yeah, I particularly hate him more now than last year. I don't think I can say what I was about to say, so never mind, move on. Um, Good on you, be the the bigger man, Sam. Frustrating individual with a questionable haircut. Um, All in all, though, look, we we were really happy with the game. Like, we, it was... Well, look, we've beaten the dogs, and... But for all the, the little asterisks, well, it's good to get the win. We played good enough. We played some good patches of footy. Because, actually, on that, sorry. Mm. So often, and this just comes from running the Facebook page, um, Glory and Fame on Facebook. I'm sure you probably are listening to this because of that. Yep. Where we get belted in previous years, we got belted in pre-season and people sit there and go, ah, it's just pre-season. And then mm. it transfers into the season and we start the season poorly. Mm, that's a good point. Good point. So you say win or loss, no, it doesn't really matter. But the confidence in the guys that, hey, whatever truck's pushing, whatever all these coaches are pushing, is actually working. Yep. And, you know, dogs off a shorter preseason is still probably a much better test than any other team on a full preseason, yep. apart from Melbourne. So I think, yeah, it, it's, well, a, I think it's a massive yeah. positive that we did get the win. You're Both right. teams were and- scrappy. Yep. But we were able to win. And we get to have a shot at St Kilda next week, who I think are a team, you know, I think they're kind of around our mark. Like they, they were sixth, were they? Not last year, the year before. They, they were sixth and, in 2020, yeah. Yeah, and should have been, I thought should have been better last year, but probably had injuries and other issues that, you know, good players. So you would expect that they're, St Kilda expecting to be a team in the eight this year. That would be a fair statement. Well, so Absolutely they are. They'd be expecting. So they're going to be, the game before the first round, they're going to be giving it a pretty hard crack in that practice match. So that'll be another great test for us. They were one win behind us last year. So, yeah, I think there it's fair to so say they're, that they're around say, our mark. Yeah, very fair to say. They're, they Maybe are different expectations. I actually think they've got higher expectations. I would agree. Than us. They've recruited some, you know, pretty good players. I still think, I think they're average, but I, they, their expectations are certainly up there. All right. Yeah. Um, that that's about it. Um, try not to get too carried away, but very very happy to get a win against such a good side who actually played a strong side. I like this yeah. change that we play less preseason games now because you actually see better sides playing yeah, the games. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Um, hopefully next week we might see Stringer. Doubtful, but um, it'd be nice to get not him worried. In. Not worried. If he's not worried, if he's training, if he gets back into full training, you know, if he's, I'd rather have him fit and right, rare and around one. And rip, rip um, Geelong apart. That'd be nice. All right. Well, we will be back next week to review the St Kilda game. Uh, in the meantime, thank you for tuning in. If you're still here, you're the best. Thank you. And we'll chat to you next week. Go Dons. Go the Bombers. <laughs>